episode of Learned, the podcast, with your hosts, Dr. John Paul and Kevin Allred. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another new year and another new episode of Learned. Hey, Kevin, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? (laughs) Good. I am fine. We have made it, honey. It is 2019 and... (laughs) The mess just keeps going. <laughs> same, sh- same shit. New Year, I keep saying, or New Year, same shit. I don't know, whatever. It really is one in the same. Same you, shit, I've been different say- pile is the thing. I, I have literally say. been tweeting out both and. I've been saying like literally both and. It's both and. <laughs> mm, yeah. So, um, have you been? I'm good. It was my birthday, so I happy, had happy a good. Birthday. I mean, I'm like an not early January, but mid January birthday, so it always feels like part of the holiday like for me this Mm -hmm. year doesn't start like it feels like it's still a little holiday moment because you have christmas and whatever and new year's and then my birthday so now i feel like it's i'm really into the new year and i have to get my shit together (laughs) you know what that's real like i have literally had to pull myself together this morning and say you cannot sit here (laughs) and act like you're still on break (laughs) you have to work like, right. I always give get, myself a little extra just because of my birthday, but then mm-hmm. I, now today Mm-mm. I'm like, oh, girl, it is close to the fifteenth. Get to work. Yeah. So no, I feel I feel it so much. Um, did you get anything cool for Christmas? Um. Yeah. Well. Yeah. My boyfriend got us an. I mean, it was for me, but it's definitely for us because yeah, he plays it a lot as well. <laughs> the um Nintendo Switch, Yay. which is like not new new anymore, but I we hadn't had any. Um, video game anything for a while so it's been fun to play some of those games and you know what games did he get you um so i always like the mario ones he's he's <laughs> he's a zelda and i'm a mario i like the really the very very first original old school nintendo zelda but then when they mm-hmm. became two i don't know i've watched him play and he's like cooking dinners and <laughs> you have to go to the different camps and like it's just so much of a story i kind of can't figure out what's going on yeah i'm like i so i had the mario odyssey one and um mario kart and those you know those kind of games they they help me mm-hmm. escape more i mean zelda's not really true to life but it feels like you're living a life so it, when i'm a cartoon character i can escape more than if it's a real person in the right. video game oh um, my god yeah so that's been fun and yeah, just having reading a lot. I've been reading a lot. Okay. Um, read Michelle Obama's book, which was really good. I got that for Christmas. Oh wow! Um, okay. I recommend it highly, highly. Uh, okay. It's just, I mean, you know, we all know about her, and but it's really interesting to hear the behind the scenes, the stuff you don't know, and it's not like the political stuff necessarily. It's just like mm-hmm. family stuff and being a black woman in this position and like never wanting Barack Obama to have run for office and having yeah. to deal with the aftermath of him doing it um, for eight years for well and even longer because of his uh-huh. earlier stuff like it's funny she keeps coming back to it she's like every time he asks me I'm like no don't mm-hmm. do it and then somehow yeah. he convinces her and she's on board of course she's not like against it but um every time she's like I'm such a private person I you know, I like detail and order and pr- privacy, and this was just not my thing. She's yeah. like, I know people will keep asking, but I will never in a million years run for office myself. I am done. We are done. Um, 
so it's just interesting to hear all that stuff and being a uh, mom and yeah it's really good yeah I was gonna say that just makes me so sad to know that she probably will never run. But oh yeah, I mean no, she got. Com- yeah, <laughs> she is we not. Got com- Once you read the book, you realize she really, really is not having it. Yeah, and I, I mean now, I mean we have Camila. Was it Camila Davis? Is that her name? Or I don't know the one who's oh, Ka- running. For- Kamala Harris. Harris. Yeah. Sorry. Oops. Sorry, girl. Um. But anyway, she's, yeah. Isn't her, she California? You should know. That. She is Cal. I should know. You think I would know? But I am terrible. I tell people up front. I am so bad with names, yeah. and I am. I literally will know the person and will know the face, and I'll call. I will say that their name is wrong to their face, and just be like, "Sorry, I just I'm terrible with names." So I'm Julie, just accepting. Whatever. Yeah. She she's know. running. Nicole. Somebody is running for president, and we need them to. We need to get this man out of office, but. <laughs> Um, so talking about, um, Christmas and the new year and everything, I, um, it's really interesting because I got, for one of the things I got for Christmas, um, was an Apple pen and I I was screaming and yelling about wanting one. And it's because I love to write and I actually like to feel like actually like I'm writing. And what I've been doing is writing down a lot of like affirmations or a lot of things that I'm thinking. And so wanting that to start off the top of this, the, the top of the year and top of the podcast, um, do you have any like new year's resolutions? or things that you're trying to like add into the things that you know Kevin does <laughs> um yeah. I mean I try and st- I don't like resolutions because it feels like if I don't get a good start I just give it up right, right away <laughs> mm-hmm. so but no I am like trying to get and I've said for a while but I'm trying to get back into I used to run a lot um same and running was my kind of therapy or meditation or whatever like I can't I'm not a still meditation person like everyone mm-hmm. is like oh you just need to sit with your thoughts and center yourself I'm like I cannot do that I will like literally light the house on fire just to get out of meditating or something I don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. if my body is moving then that's when my mind kind of like clicks off and um, yeah so I have to be like actively which is not I mean a lot of people are like that too um like, I can't do yoga. It's too slow for me. I can't do that kind of stuff. So running was always my thing. And now I'm... Not even like, cat yoga? I don't know. What is that? Yoga with a cat? Or you do yes, yoga dressed yeah. as a cat? Or... No, <laughs> it's cat yoga. There's no, cats that come. And they, like, it's big in New York. And you're out that way. Really? So I was figuring, well, yes. Mm. allergic to cats. Do they do a oh, dog okay. version? I do a dog version, but maybe They have goat don't. ones, too. Oh, I don't want to... They have goat yoga. I don't want it why, why <laughs> would you want to be around a goat um, <laughs> no. yeah um i mean so, maybe maybe i'll look up what the different animals they have and try that they do i know they have cat and i know that they have goat <laughs> so i was just gonna say that that's something you could potentially look into if you don't feel like doing regular yoga yeah, okay. um, <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah so i've been going to the gym well since it's cold i like running outside more because i don't like the monotony of just being in the same place but um once it gets warmer I'll, I'll i'll trans transfer back out but i've been going to the gym pretty off to a good well i mean it's only been two weeks but <laughs> off to a good having a good track record so far and mm-hmm. you know just that kind of thing um what else that's really i'm trying to like do new things that aren't Beyonce book related, but I still have stuff to do like right. around the release of the book. But um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to get writing more of in a new, start a new project and work towards that. Um, okay. What are you doing? I'm what are you, 
new resolutions. So I had got, so I think, you know, I had a very interesting year last year and I had been saying to myself, um, you know, I've had a lot of friends tap me and say, girl, you're doing some really big things and you're not giving yourself enough credit for. And I will say that I am my, my own worst critic. I don't know why. I know, I know why, but (laughs) I, (laughs) and that's what therapy is for. Right. So tell people, get a good therapist if you can afford it. Um, but I know that a big part of it is, you know, I'm just very hard on myself and I always have been, um, and so kind of I've adopted this thing and, and coming into this year, I said, you know, I, I really went into 2019 going, I don't want to do res- resolutions because like you, I yeah. feel like, you know, you'll start them, you'll get maybe into March and then you'll start feeling really bad that you didn't accomplish what you wanted to accomplish. But I really did step back and I had to say, I need to reframe the way I, I look at myself and I look at the work I'm doing. And I and even thinking about what I've been able to accomplish in the year and a half that I've been freelance, right? I mean, for about a, a good year, two years, we've really been doing a lot on our own. And it's, it's, it, I, I think it's very much to say like, we, at least even for you sometimes, you know, as your friend, I, I will hear you say things and I'm like, girl, that's a big thing. Like there are not people out here with a book. Like there are not people out here that are publishing with NBC. Like we need to be so, we need to be more aware of how, what we put out into the universe is what we get back. And so I was at a, an award ceremony this week and someone had asked me, they said, how are you doing? You know, we, I've seen you everywhere. You've been doing a lot of great things. You know, how are you? Like that was kind of the way that it was phrased. And I had said, I'm doing, I was like, I'm actually very well. I'm just waiting for my next blessing to come. And that's literally what I've adopted as like kind of mm-hmm. my mantra for the next year is really looking at it from the prospect of normally I would say, oh girl, I'm struggling or I'm tired or I'm this or I'm that. Um, but recognizing how that's not helping me, you mm. know, that's not helping me get to where I want to go. So I'm really thinking about how the energy that I'm, you know, and I know this is very, hey, Fran, hey, very holistic, very, you know, hugs and and and, and wood and, and, uh, and yoga, right? <laughs> but <laughs> I, I'm really thinking about that, right? Like you are the energy you put out. And so I'm wanting to be more intentional about that and saying like, for the rest of the year, being very mindful of like the good work I'm doing, the the great people I've surrounded myself with. And when people ask me how I'm doing, instead of having a negative response Mm -hmm. to that, if I'm not in a negative space, like giving myself the room to say on a day, like I'm tired or I am stressed out. Cause honestly, right now I am, I'm on so many deadlines. I have so many things that I have to get to people before a certain time. I have emails I haven't responded to. There's all these things that constantly as a freelancer, I'm having to deal with, but there are moments where people will ask me, how are you doing? And I could genuinely just say, I'm good. And I'm waiting for the next amazing opportunity to come down the line. Um, so that's kind of what I've adopted as my my way of thinking about this upcoming year. Um, and if it helps people, fantastic. And if it doesn't, like my mom used to tell me growing up, eat the meat and spit out the bone. Like whatever works for you is what works for you. But I think that that's genuinely what's been working for me and what's been keeping me in a positive mindset these next or these last few weeks. So, yeah, that's always so, yeah. a good Mm-hmm. A good thing. I, just as you were saying that, I know I'm like recognizing that I do that a lot too. So I need to mm-hmm. <laughs> try yeah. and, you know, change the way I'm like talking to myself all the time. Or right. not and, even talking, but just thinking to myself like, oh, yeah. you're not but doing it's real. enough. I you're mean, not doing this. And like, no. Right. Right. I, I kind of did that a little over the break where I was like feeling, because, you know, classes are on break too. So I had a little... I'm like, I'm not grading anything. I wasn't working on any 
I turned in all the book stuff, so I wasn't working on any book stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And I was just like sitting there reading, and I feel like I'm wasting time. I'm like, wait, why? It's it's not a waste of time. I enjoy this book I'm reading or the story or whatever. It's like right. you should be you should be doing this or pitching an article, and I'm like, I just don't. I don't have like a thought that I want to pitch or write about right now. So mm-hmm. why not just take two days and read a book? So yeah. And there have been articles that have come out about that, about, you know, this, the, the freelancer generation or even for us as millennials, this way that we've been cultivated into constantly like being in a place of like, we have to work, we have to work. And that's something I've been trying to give myself more leniency on. It's like, yes, I'm worried about how my bills are going to get paid. I think everybody's worried about yeah. how their bills are going to stay paid, specifically if you Jesus, are freelancing. Right <laughs> Well, and right. the government shut down. So if you're a federal worker, you don't even have to be a freelancer now to feel that. Right. You, you're basically just broke, period. Right. right. But I think for me, as somebody who is kind of living from, and I don't want to say living from check to check, but I'm living from gig to gig, right? I think a lot about how I'm constantly in this place of like, I need to be pitching more. Or I'll see someone tweet something and I'm like, oh, I need to be doing more. And how exhausting that, you know, to live in that world is to where you can enjoy your time with friends or you can enjoy your time at home or, for, you know, or the fact that people feel like they're lazy because they're just at home watching TV when yeah. I think honestly freelancers are some of the most hardest working people out there um so I just I think about like this year I'm just really trying to be more you know some, someone said something on a podcast I listened to about how you would never tell your friend some of the stuff that you tell yourself right like you would never mm. outrightly call your friend fat or you would never outrightly call your friend lazy or you would never I mean if you are yeah. that friend that does that then that, shame on you right <laughs> right but if if you know me I would never text you and be like hey Kevin you're lazy like I would never <laughs> do that right so like <laughs> Yeah, just wake up to a text from you. How you? Yeah. Do, how you doing today? Lazy. Get yeah, up. Yeah, like just get, rude. <laughs> yeah, right. Is it just so rude? So you're not like, tweeting I would never... yet. You're not up tweeting. Get get out of bed. You stump. You never would do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going like, why why would I call myself that, or why yeah. would I tell myself that I'm not, you know, that I'm a nobody, right? As as and so those those are the things that I'm constantly thinking about. Like we are the energy and the words that we put out into the world, and so I'm really trying to change my own narrative of how I see myself and I see my work because if I can't change it and I can't own that my work is valued or, or good, no one else in the world is going to value yeah. it or see it as good either. So that's really where my head has been these last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Did you see so, that article about burnout? What was it? Um, there were two. Well, there was the first one that annoyed me because it was like, right? It was very like middle class white privilege. Yeah, very white privilege. <laughs> middle class centered. white lady. Mm-hmm. There was one example in it about how a friend of hers was like feeling burned out with with these you know mundane tasks as we all do, but so burned out that he just paid thousands of dollars in medical bills rather than <laughs> submitting them to the health insurance thing because he just right. couldn't the stress of and i was like what yeah must be nice to just have thousands of dollars to throw Shit, at that i little. don't have hundreds no, of dollars I know. at this point yeah, yeah but then i saw the other one came out um mm-hmm. well a second one maybe there's more than that one but like you know her her point was like living as a black woman is to be burned out mm-hmm. whatever generation right. you've been in and right. hello let's maybe think about I think the author herself too recognized after it came out that it was very uh because of the response and that's kind of how it always goes yeah. right when you write an article you think it's the best thing yeah. and then 
the the reception of it is like, oh shit, I maybe should have thought about this more. And I think that's I I, I could find value in the first one still. Yeah. I, I retweeted it and I said I think it's a great conversation starter. But I love that the second one really kind of went where I've been wanting to go about wanting to talk more about how my burnout as a black queer, and I had had this conversation with another friend of mine uh, on Saturday, actually Thursday and Saturday, we both had this conversation of, you know, I think people see me as, you know, they constantly go, John, you're doing so well and you're so resilient, you're so this, but I'm going, why do I have to constantly fight to survive? Mm. Like, why do I have to constantly fight to tell somebody that I am educated and I'm smart and that I have... I, I can put words in paragraphs together and you should pay me to do it. Like that's the kind of thing that I think people miss in conversations around freelance and burnout is that I'm not saying give me money. What I'm ultimately saying is, is I just want to be paid what I believe to be what, what I believe to be fair, right? Like I just want people to treat me and my work fairly so that way I can go to bed at night and not have to worry about my bills being paid next week or next mm-hmm. month, you know? That's the kind of stuff that, but I love, I think the second article really hit the nail on the head in a really, really good way. Yeah, because so. I think it's an interesting conversation to have about it's a privilege to even, it can be a privilege to be burned out, like to have the space to be burned out because mm-hmm. whether or not you are, I don't know, and it dovetails with some mental health stuff too, but that needs to get teased out and not mm-hmm. conflated. But to sit around saying you're burned out is like not an option. Some people have depending on other privileges, right. race, gender, all these other things that factor into it. Um, mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's definitely what was missing for me in the first one. I was like, the first Whoa. one, who girl, the ghetto, the ghetto, <laughs> he kind of opened it up and then you just close that, that red X right. like, Oh, let me go ahead and exit out of this. Cause this is a lot. <laughs> This yeah. is a lot, child. This is a lot. So I, I, I feel you. Like I said, I shared it, but I also feel you where I read it and was like, oh, okay. So this is what we're doing. But all right. Yeah. Um. So and I wonder that, how uh, different it. Sorry. I wonder how different no, it ahead. is. Like, it's just social media. Like I bet past generations felt these same burnout things. Well, yeah. Even my mom, I tasks, remember. But you know, yeah, we act yeah. like it's new, and it's. Not, I don't think it's as new as. <laughs> Which I think the second one points out, too, because it's, like, not new for black women to have this. Mm -hmm. So it's not new for um, certain groups to feel like this. This is a very, like, new, privileged, like, middle-class white people being like, oh, why am I burned out? I'm not supposed to be burned out. No. And it's like, Yeah. Okay. But I also wonder, too, and I guess I would push this conversation is, what is, what, I guess I would love to be able, and, you know, you maybe just gave me a pitch idea, but what is it... (laughs) what words can we give to like, how do we redefine Mm. burnout for white people versus burnout for marginalized people? And when I say white, I'm not talking about just white people. I'm talking about people who can like, you know, I have a friend who um, ultimately like, you know, works in the entertainment industry and makes really good money. And I know they make good money. They never throw it in my face, but I know that they make good money and they'll come to me and they'll say, Ooh girl, I'm tired. And I'm like, I understand you're tired, but imagine being you're tired and then also broke too. Like, like that's the, like, so I'm wondering if there is a, a way for us to be able to, begin these conversations around like what is burnout for those who are in the middle class or even for myself right like is what i'm what is what i'm feeling like true burnout or is it genuinely me just not not getting getting the money you know what i mean like am i in the middle of 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 going well i can't afford to go to starbucks this week so i'm exhausted and tired versus it being like no i really am about to be homeless and i'm tired of work you know or is burnout this new language I guess new language of burnout just code for 
privileged, what tired people <laughs> mm. versus, mm-hmm. you know, survival for other people. I don't know. Right. So, yeah. Right. That... And it's different because survival looks different for everybody. And I had a conversation with a, for an interview I'm doing with Essence about that. A, a woman had said that, you know, she believes that a big part of, you know, keeping marginalized people oppressed is the idea of keeping them hungry and without access to money and 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 keeping them worried about how they're going to keep their their homes. That's so like brilliant. if you can keep people in this system of constantly being stressed out, then it ultimately it's a way of keeping them silent. And I think about that a lot too even in my own journey of like if you know with someone ultimately like I always go back to what happened to me in 2017, well I can't talk much about it. I can say that I do believe that a big part of that was the system trying to, to really trying to keep me quiet and saying, oh, you think you're going to live and thrive in, you know, in this way, ha, you know, get, get off your post. And so I think about that a lot, about how, you know, there are a lot of folks out here who are burned out, not necessarily burned out because they're tired of working, but burned out because the system is actively trying to erase them. Yeah. yeah. You know? I mean, and mm-hmm. then again, we could not to start off 2019 with bashing capitalism again, but like that's the whole right. point. Keep people busy mm-hmm. enough that they don't have time to realize <laughs> how much better it could be or like strategize for ways to make it better because they're too tired from working their yeah. eight hour shift, 10 hour shift, two right. part, two part or uh, two full time minimum wage shifts. Like, yeah, whatever. jobs. Cause to then come you live just, in an apartment with roommates. Yeah, you're yeah. too tired to like fight mm-hmm. for anything more. Not to say mm-hmm. that you don't want to, but it's just like the system intentionally burns you. Some people, okay, so the system intentionally burns some people out. Yeah. To keep them in their place. Whereas now mm-hmm. there's this new group of people being like, well, we're the people that have the jobs like we're of this higher class where we're not supposed to be feeling this burnout, but now it's crept up to us. So what the hell is going on here? Right, 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 right. How low and even how burnout, like you said earlier, is is somewhat of a luxury. I will say this before we move into our next topic for the for the episode, but I think it was funny because I was at Starbucks, I was working, and I don't know what the barista said to me, but I just screamed out really loudly, Yay, capitalism <laughs> because the barista stopped and looked at me and then like the people in the Starbucks looked at me too and I was like sometimes I get ahead of myself in terms of like thinking about like how fucked up the world is and so I just was like yay capitalism and it, 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 it didn't even dawn on me like I could tell that nobody was expecting me to say that. So I just found that so funny that I did that this week. Um, I don't know why, but I just screamed out, yay, capitalism in the middle of Starbucks. And I'm like, I really need to go home because I I think that this is a lot. So (laughs) all of a sudden, I'm such a mess. Uh, Yeah. It's, it's it's gotten there. I'll sometimes just randomly say things like, oh my gosh, racism. And I say it in such a way of like it being fun, but it's not fun. But I think it's the only way that I can like mentally like deal with knowing that this world is terrible and still keep going. I can, so, I can appreciate that. Yeah, I'm like, oh, well, that was racist, but okay. Like, let's, all right, that's what we're doing. Tying it back yeah. to something I think you said about leaving in 2018. Mm-hmm. When I do see a white person with dreads, I say out loud, oh, a white person with dreads. 
even when they can hear me and they're like, uh, and I'm like, oh, uh, hello. Yeah. Oh, hello, white person with dreads. Okay. That's what we're doing. Okay. Just wanted to make sure that this, we're here. We're here. All right. Yeah. Not a, not, I'm so. not imagining it. I, you're here. You're mm-hmm. real. And Okay. Oh, and it's trash. So, um, speaking of the trash bin, we, um, we are, we, this week we are going off of a topic that Kevin, uh, kind of brought to the forefront. And so I wanted to introduce it and wanting to chat with folks, you know, uh, about what this week's syllabus is going to be. We are talking about specifically even thinking about like, you know, someone, so say for instance, said person you call out with dread, you know, locks, like mm-hmm. locks, dreads, whatever, you know, one, you know, a black person was to call them out for it and they were to, you know, chop them off per se or when they were to change it and say I apologize I'm so sorry I didn't know that I was appropriating you know a certain culture or whatever um getting into a larger conversation around apologizing specifically apologizing online um we've seen what three four cases in maybe the last three weeks of probably and I know more, there's been probably more, more probably more <laughs> but big, I think real big, more yeah, like yeah high profile you know you had Lady Gaga get dragged you had R. Kelly, um, who's been dragged, and I don't want to get too deep into the the that in particular show per, per se, but right. um, the Lady you know, Gaga the R- leads well into the R. The Kelly, R. Kelly situations like spurred a bunch of others right. because many celebrities hadn't yet. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's apologized, whether it's made a statement, whether it's you know spoken out against him, uh, yeah, but she was one of the big ones. Yeah, and then we have the whole Kevin Hart fiasco. Who's been um, apologizing, not slash not apologizing for about... He's been not four, apologizing about apologizing. For about four weeks now? I don't know, yeah, more than it's that. it's about four. And he's still on the... I mean, I don't know if you saw the article that came <laughs> was, out with the Advocate yet, yeah, he's uh, on earlier the tour, this morning. The, the, like, talk show circuit still. Uh-huh. I will not, yeah, he's still working I will it. not address this again. Fast forward 45 minutes. I just want to say... <laughs> <laughs> Like honestly, it's so exhausting. It's oh, it is exhausting. And so, and then, and then there's been a couple of few other folks that I know personally who have you know had people dig up their tweets and have you know, and even like you know myself, right? Um, I in particular haven't said anything. I hope that has been offensive, but. I do know that, you know, there are moments where you may tweet something or you may write something or you may say something online and then there's a group of people that are like, oh, that's, you know, fucked up, you know, uh, and and then you say, I'm sorry. But I guess the question in the conversation that we are wanting to have today is, you know, really apologizing online when when does it end like when can we like how do how do you how do you properly I guess that's the question. How do you properly apologize in a way that gets people to, to feel like you are genuine about what you're about what you're apologizing, you know, around. So what are your thoughts around that, Kevin? Well, I mean, I that's see, that's why I'm asking the question. I'm just like, mm-hmm. what does it take today? Um, yeah. And it, I guess it kind of dovetails with a few different things. Like the other day I tweeted, can we add the word accountability to the list of of words that have kind of jumped the shark or whatever and they just don't mean (laughs) they don't mean anything anymore you know they've been emptied out of all meaning so the apology thing kind of goes with accountability to me because everyone's like shouting we need accountability we need people to be accountable but what does that mean (laughs) so Mm -hmm. just going with the lady gaga one for a minute right so she and i had been critical of her online granted i'm i'm no huge lady gaga fan so i'm not you know in 
interested in defending her. I have liked parts of her music. Not she has a couple of good songs. <laughs> I really a couple. I really well. This was all sparked actually in my head. Well, on Twitter too for me because I was watching the Golden Globes mm-hmm. a little bit just out of the corner. I wasn't paying that much attention because <laughs> I don't really care anymore. Um, and she had won for the best song. So the first thing that came to my head is that I hate that song. Like that shallow song. Mm-hmm. I just I know people love it. But, okay. But why does she just? <laughs> Why does she have to say sha 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 sha? Okay, we get it. You're it's <laughs> we're in the sha 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 sha. I just don't. That drives me insane. The rest of the song, fine. It's the melody is okay, whatever. But the sha sha sha, I can't. I don't know. Just yeah. hits a nerve. Anyway, so I said I haven't seen the movie. Oh, I haven't seen the movie either. I've just heard I the song. I won't watch it. I won't watch it. I don't. It. I'm not really interested in the movie. Although I am interested in why Bradley Cooper now looks like Barry Manilow. In <laughs> all the press, like he used to be a good looking guy. I thought. Don't cry. No. And now all the press he's been doing, he looks like Barry Manilow. Not to say Barry yeah. Manilow's not good looking. I'm sorry, Barry Manilow. That's not what I mean, but. Uh, it looks like he's. He's aged. He's, he's aged. He looks much older and much. Yeah, he's more aged. plastic than he used to look. Mm-hmm. Um, he's aged, but I think it's you know the entertainment again. Not to not to get away sorry, from the I'm conversation going off too on much. But, no, no, no. I don't think it's a tangent. I it's just it, it comes with the conversation, right? I think I think the entertainment industry is very heavy on people, and oh, I right. think his career has been very heavy on him. He might even be heavy on himself. I mean, a lot of people don't sleep. A lot of yeah. people don't take care of themselves. So that might be a big reason yeah. why he looks like he's his age is catching up with him. Yeah, but, and I shouldn't. I shouldn't. That makes me think. You know, I shouldn't criticize or make a joke about that because whatever there could be all these no he just on. looks like he looks does, his age yeah it, it it looks he looks a lot different um yeah anyway what was i saying oh so then it like spiraled out because i started just like tweeting about lady gaga being you know saying it she should really it, it had come out earlier when the r kelly stuff well i guess it was just the same weekend as the r kelly stuff um mm-hmm. premiered and the director or producer of the show had mentioned, you know, some of the celebrities I asked when, what, John Legend was the only kind of right. celeb that that came on camera and talked about. Yeah, you had you had John Legend, we had Wendy Williams, oh, right. we had, and again, this is uh, to be judged. Um, <laughs> there was the Charlemagne, Charlemagne who came oh, out and said some stuff yeah. to um, Torre, which did you see the article about yeah. him? Yeah. So that, ugh, that's a whole nother conversation <laughs> right, in itself. But anyway, yeah. Um, but as far as like other music artists, John Legend was yeah. one of very few people that was willing to come on. And, and the producer had mentioned like we, we sent a call out to all these people and they mm-hmm. said no. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Right. Including Jay-Z, including, uh, I can't remember. Oh, Questlove. Or no. Questlove, yeah. yeah. Was, he's someone who's... Yeah, it was, it was Questlove. And even Erica Badu. There have been, a, Badu. There have been quite a few folks who have either done albums and songs with him and, and they asked, you know, what was it like? And they were just like, I'm not going to speak about it. Right. But I think, you know, to your point about, you know, apologizing and, and, and accountability, I think. So, you know, I, I think we live in a different time now and I'm starting, mm. I'm hearing, I've, I've been, this has been my, my take on it. And I'm actually, I have a video coming out in the next couple of weeks about, 
um, you know, my, my perspective, not only just on, you know, the whole Kevin Hart issue, but overall the larger issue when we start talking about accountability and apologizing, I think that there's a conversation now where you have people that are, are saying, you know, I, what you're saying is one thing, but your actions are proving different. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the thing that I think has become more of a conversation. We're seeing folks like Lady Gaga that are like, yay, I made a mistake. You should forgive me. But it's like, girl, you knew what you were doing. We saw what you were doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you have the, you have the folks who are saying, you know, well, if you, if you truly believe that he's a terrible person or you believe that women shouldn't be raped or held hostage then why are you not coming up to the to the microphone and saying something about it right like what are you saying by not saying things and i think oh, yeah. that that's where my heart has been in a lot of this stuff and, and and not saying you're sorry you're saying a lot more than what you're actually saying you yeah. know and i mean it, it, in this case it wasn't necessarily she needed to say she was sorry but just like makes tell us what was going on because you know she did mm -hmm. she made this song in 2013 to right. me it's for one thing, it's much later than, you know, the Jay-Z collaborations happened right around when we were first getting, you know, because... Wave of all of the stuff, These allegations, yeah. this stuff, people that lived in Chicago knew a lot more than, you know, other people maybe. Uh, yeah. But stuff started... The Aaliyah thing happened in the in the 90s, but that yeah. was the, just one thing and people kind of were able to brush it aside. The real allegations and trial and things didn't start till what 2002 2000 and then another it was in, around yeah because the because the right because the boondock episode came out i think eric magruder did that episode around 2004 okay and so that was kind of like in the second season i guess aaron magruder was kind of trying to allude to this idea of like y'all yeah. need to watch r kelly you know and i think people were kind of you know side-eyed it but right. i think that that's really when we started knowing like r kelly's a bird which is like you know when jay-z stops working with him mm -hmm. right around the same time so you know it was 2006 where their where their tour ended oh yeah. so a, a couple years mm -hmm. later we can't make any guess i mean we can't make guesses as to why maybe people see yeah. different things and whatever but right. they don't say anything right so lady gaga mm -hmm. 2013 it's a lot less believable that you didn't right. know anything or hadn't heard anything um but come on think about he wrote the song and i mean do what you and want the song what you want to my body is very that's why to me like what i was saying was She's this one is very more egregious, you know, in mm -hmm. 2013, it's it, not to like quantify which one is worse than others, but it also plays into this really kind of gross to me storyline between the two of them when you know what's going on with R. Kelly behind the right. scenes. Also, you have this race thing going on where she's kind of re uh redeploying even this you know racist mm. black man and white woman <laughs> um black men taking advantage of white women kind of thing but she's doing it in this right. different way very, or whatever oh yeah it's a very 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 covert way of kind of you know playing and, and i mean i think lady gaga has done that a lot in her music has been very good about playing up her sexuality in a way where it's very pervasive and it's not it's not trouble you know it's not tr it's not because lady gaga's doing right it. and i think you know but I've, i i but i guess where i sit with all of this and this is something that i've, I've really been kind of contending with is this idea of a lot of these people who are you know, uh, 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 the apologists, the people who are saying I'm not going to apologize or people who mm. are apologizing, whatever, they're bigger. They're a part of a bigger system because a lot of them have 
watched this stuff happen for so long. And then they'll say, well, I stand with women or I stand, you know, with black women or I stand with, you know, I stand with the queer community mm-hmm. and out of that. And there, and then you ask them, okay, well then say something about your friend who is doing X or, or, or saying Y or not saying Z and they'll go, oh, that's not what I, that's not me. That's not, so I'm going like where, you know, someone said something earlier today to me that really hit me. It's like, you know, being an ally is, 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 is old and it's, it's very, very lazy now to me. And I feel like there are a lot of folks who are using the, their allyship as a way to kind of, oh, I'm, I'm accountable because I'm an ally to the community. And it's like, no, sis, that's not how it works. And I think about that a lot is, is you know, and I, I'm hoping that as people are listening to this and people are thinking about how to become better around, you know, apologizing or even, you know, being mindful of their missteps is understanding that it's not even just about actions. It's about the intent, about who, where your heart is and what you plan, what you're doing with your quote unquote goodness that you carry or that you hold so um yeah yeah. and that's a good point like so for this i was saying like it kind of intersects with all these other kind of you know popular social justice conversations about call out Mm -hmm. call in i heard someone saying call up call someone call down the stairs (laughs) i don't know there's all of these different ways we're like trying to change the language but we're not actually having we're not pushing the conversation in any different degree so i'm like really not interested in call out call in call whoever on the phone call what Mm -hmm. that is like yes there can be some some things should be publicly called out obviously when they happen in public when they're when there's celebrity involved when it's a public issue then yes it should be dealt with publicly um Mm -hmm. and these things are but then there also has to be a what's the point what's the not solution because I don't like that terminology either but what is the goal so we're calling out Lady Gaga what is the goal we want her so for me personally right I made some tweets I was saying it's it's gross that she hasn't said anything look at her now she's going on this star tour for a star is born she's profiting she's doing all this right she hasn't said anything I want her to say something okay so then a couple days maybe a day or whatever two later she does issue a statement an mm-hmm. apology, whatever we want to call it. Um, it's it's okay. She put it out, whatever. I I didn't tweet about it anymore. But then people started right. tweeting at me. Oh, Kevin's silent now after she's made a statement. Da da da. Because they were giving me all the reasons that she was, you know. Oh well, she's done this at the Oscars with the one song. Oh, she stood for survivors and this thing. Oh, she's done that. Mm-hmm. Okay, but none of those things. It's like, what about? What about? People did it with R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're talking about him, what about? What about this one? Well, we talk about them too. People can do more than one thing at the same right. time. Um, so she makes a statement, and I'm like, okay, well, you know what? Do I think the statement is great? No, but my goal was that I wanted her to say something like in my head, yeah. in my personal opinion. But then there was also a crew of people online that, you know, didn't like the apology. So kept going, kept pushing, kept. So, but then what is that goal? So if we're going to push the apology further, push the statement further, we have to have a goal in mind. That's what I don't think anyone has. Like, what do we want? And we say we want yeah. accountability, but then it goes back to that doesn't mean anything anymore. No, it feels like no. you want. Sometimes it feels like you want to just continue the dragging because it makes it gives you a platform. 
Well, and if your plat- let's talk about if it. If your platform is only call out, like if that's your mm-hmm. one platform piece, like how far, where is yeah. that going to get you? What's your, what's your yeah. hope? And I'm not just saying yeah, but- like, okay, if that's your thing, then let that be your thing, but have a goal, like have something that you want. Cause there has to be, if we believe that people can change and I guess we don't have to. And I certainly don't believe like someone like R. Kelly at this point can change. Um, maybe had this been intervened at a very, very earlier time it could be changed but whatever like if we believe that lady gaga can learn and be better what you can't just keep telling her all this like keep dragging so Mm -hmm. you have to wait till the next time i guess like i don't know that's why i didn't say anything personally i thought she should say something she ended up saying something I think I made another tweet saying, did I like it? No. Was it adequate? No. But did she say something? Yes. So let's see what happens. I, You know, yeah. you just have to let it go because I don't have, maybe that's another resolution. I don't have the energy in 2019 to continue chasing celebrities about an apology. Because right. I think it, Especially celebrities that don't care about you, honestly. Exactly. Because at that point, it does start to deflect from the actual issue, which was the abuse of these girls by our and women but black girls and black women by r kelly and so Mm -hmm. at one point you have to just be like well lady gaga didn't do what we wanted her to do so stop buying yeah so either you make a choice you make a choice Mm -hmm. to stop streaming her music stop listening to just like you have to make a choice with r kelly's music Um, right right and i and i i actually want to kind of i want i where i really want to like kind of put a pin in that piece there too i think that there just becomes this whole conversation of you know what has what has this what has social media done in relation to you know the way people move and the way people talk about you know people on their platform and i think a lot of people are you know that's why i think for me the reason why like i said i i had to, i had told a place recently they had asked me for comment a friend of two two things two there was a friend of mine who reached out to me and had said hey what are your thoughts about kevin hart i haven't seen you post anything about it and mm. i said I wrote an article about it. You can go yeah. read it. I got paid. But outside of that, I'm not going to fill up my timeline going off on a person who has blatantly told me that they don't give a shit about my livelihood. Like they they don't care. And I said, so I said, that's what I feel like for me even going into this next year. And I think that this is a great way for me to go back to talk about Francesca Ramsey's book, um, you know, that that, Mm. that escalated quickly. I think it's there are a lot of people, specifically a lot of social justice, social media um, influencer, and I put I use influencer loosely, who need to read that book um, about where you're spending your time, where you're where you're putting your energy who you're giving your energy to and, and and how that's taken away from your initial craft. Like I told myself, I said, I am no longer going to spend my whole day on Twitter trying to drag someone when I have a script that I want to write, when I have a podcast I need to record, when I have an article that I need to finish writing, or I, when I have articles I need to edit. Like that's me spending all of my time being so caught up in somebody else's mess is taking away from my own creativity. And so I guess that that's where my world is becoming like it's not saying that i'm gonna be i'm gonna sit back and i'm going to be um what's the word that i'm wanting to use and i'm not gonna be complicit with what when i see stuff oh yes i'm gonna say something about it obviously i have a video coming out this week about kevin hart and all of his bs 
But I, I think about it from that perspective a lot of how much energy we as people are giving away to these artists and these people who are committed to, to misunderstanding us, who are committed to being wrong, who are committed to basically being really shitty people. And I think about that, you know, someone had tweet, tweeted earlier this week, you know, when when do we draw the line with people who are committed to, or when do we walk away from people who are committed to misunderstanding us? Mm. And I think that that's kind of where I'm at. You know, if, if Lady Gaga is committed to keeping her friendship with R. Kelly, fine. I know who R. Kelly is. I know what that says about you as an artist. So I don't need to support you anymore. Kevin Hart, you've said a lot of shitty things about the LGBTQ community. I'm no longer going to give you my money, right? Yeah. Like, I can pick and choose where I put my energy. And I just, I think about that a lot these days of like, I just, I'm not going to give away my energy for free anymore. I'm just not, especially since they're getting paid to be terrible people. I want to get paid to be a good person. So I'm going to save my energy and I'm going to put it towards the things that, that benefit my life. Well, or, you know? Yeah. And even just like transfer the energy to the, back to the actual issue that you're hoping, mm -hmm. right? Cause the consistent, dragging of kevin hart doesn't matter but the fact that the the issue behind it that you know these jokes that he made or these comments that he made do real damage so like lift up the stories of kids being hurt like you know instead of dragging lady gaga anymore go back to the issue and lift up these stories about the black women being abused like that kind of thing i don't know it's because mm -hmm. it can't there's just no point anymore yeah. and but people do know that dragging a celebrity is going to get you attention especially if you also have a blue check mark <laughs> oh um, girl if, talk about especially it especially because you know your stuff will get noticed more um mm -hmm. and i do believe there's a there's some good that comes from it but it has to be done in a way that a lesson is being shown i guess like yeah that there's some kind of educational point to it because otherwise mm -hmm. It's just this back and forth that never ends. It's just this. It's, it's performative. It's the same as arguing with some like mag, make mm -hmm. America great troll or doing whatever. Like, well, and it happens in politics too. They're arguing with the president to get paid attention to. We have to have that mm -hmm. same energy with these celebrities. Like, s ignore them. Mm -hmm. Once, <laughs> if you ignore them and you stop giving them money, then they actually go away because that's how. Yeah. Mm -hmm. they're they're making a living that's like you yeah. were saying with kevin hart on the apo apology non-apology tour or the non <laughs> the non-apology apology tour i don't know what to call yeah. it but it really is that <laughs> it is him saying that he's not gonna apologize about his non-apology no, i won't and talk like... about this ever again until my next appointment tour like what <laughs> right until the next person asks me to be on their show and i'm like the same way y'all dog tonight you know tanache like do the same thing to like these people that you hate you don't give tanache money you don't help her you don't you don't right like nobody's helping her stay relevant I, so do the same thing i am trying to help her stay relevant because i think her song from last was it from last year burn that song burn by could be you don't know. Uh, no. It's still, it's, it's on my gym playlist and I'll just listen to it on repeat. It's so good. I'm like, you all gave Carly Rae Jepsen a lot of attention for this like return to oh. pop music. But if you would have, this Tanache song is better than that. Everyone yelled at me when I did it and I was like, yeah. but I stand by it. I had to mute my last tweet. About, I had tweeted that Maya I walked that. because 
so Tanache could run. And people, are, my whole Twitter mentions were a mess. So I said, let me go ahead and mute this so that way I, I thought could it actually was a, focus. Um, compliment. I, it wasn't a yeah, drug. It, it was, was a it was compliment. Dope. I like Tanache. I like to, I like to, is that how you say her name? Tanache? I like her. No, um, I do too. Anyway, I do too. I, I like her. See, that's, I just wish that people would support That's actually more. a really good point. We support we hate support things more than we support the actual shit we like. And it Ain't goes, it. and it, and Tanasha can't get a gold album or a, or a, nope. or a platinum single. She or... had one platinum single. Yeah. So it is, it's just one of those things. And that's the thing I always say too, like people hate like the Kardashians. People hate like, oh, there are all these people that people hate like, and I'm like, y'all do know that if we just stop talking about them and we stopped giving them attention, there would be no reason for media outlets to have to give them anything and they would they would disappear right. they would go away um and that's the thing like but but i'm like but yet the creative and more like the people who can actually sing dance write like all the people who actually have talent are the people that y'all are like working actively against and not helping right. okay i i just I, I i don't get it i'll never understand i mean it. i feel like the power in that is proved by taylor swift kind of went away yeah <laughs> She has. Even and that is definitely even it's a joy. I know. Even though she had like a special drop on Netflix, I have not oh, seen anything of happen. Like she kind of went away because we stopped talking about her. Here I am saying her name, but um <laughs> that the power is real. You can stop talking about someone and maybe they'll go away. Yeah. So all right. Uh, so, uh, again, uh, if you don't, my biggest thing, just, I guess my biggest takeaway is if you don't mean it, say you don't mean it so that way I know where I stand with you. Mm. But for the people that are ultimately playing this double-sided thing, like I guess Lady Gaga's a great example of that, of her being one of those people that's like, I'm sorry, but it's like, but you're, you're not showing you're sorry. It's like, please stay on the other side of the street so that way, you know, I don't have to deal with you. So that's literally kind of where I'm at, but um. Yeah. yeah, that's that on that. Yeah, okay. So, um, I guess wanting to get into recess, is there anything that's been on your mind? So, I just I just thought of something that annoyed is annoying me or did an, did <laughs> annoy me that I just learned that nobody told me until just now. And maybe it's my own fault for just being ignorant and never looking anything up. Mhm. But someone just told me that Rita Ora is white. And I... What? I did not know Rita Ora is white. Oh, I love Did Rita you know Ora. that? No, Why I does no one tell me I love her? <laughs> I love her. And it's so bad because I know people kind of like... People also throw shade at no, her. Oh, yeah. But I just feel like her I, music is fantastic. I did listen to that song you were talking about. It was good. The, like, oh, my God. That album... album. Um, that album gets so many plays on my... But this yes. is, like, blowing my mind. Does it, is it oh. a general thing that people knew? Her parents are from Albania. They're both... Al- <laughs> which is white. I mean, people want to argue with me in my mentions. Like, she's not white. She's Albanian. That's white. Let's relax. Yeah, she was born in Kosovo. <laughs> and there's pictures of her parents, and they're just white. I thought she was... I literally thought she was, like biracial Leona Lewis kind of like, you know, and doesn't, doesn't she she play that up? Am I, am I imagining that she kind of rides a wave of being a woman of color or (laughs) think 
So she's probably like she's. I think she's still on that wave that um Ig- Igloo Azalea is on. Um, but she's is, like that whole, white, white, like she's Australian. <laughs> she, yeah, but I think it's one of those things. So there's a lot of there are a lot of celebrities per se who are very um uh, I don't know if ominous is the right word but ambiguous you, ambiguous yeah. yeah they're very ambiguous about their uh, identity and you don't really know if they are white or if they're not um and I think that she's been one of those people who's been like if I don't talk <laughs> about it then people won't question me about it and I will be fine but it's it hurts that hurts my heart <laughs> because I like her and I don't want to hate her I, I mean it doesn't I'm not making this as a value judgment or like but I I know I was telling my friend we were talking uh, and granted I was like drinking a little bit of whiskey so I was fired up about this but I'm like wow I feel like I've been rooting for Rita Ora and had I known she was white all along I wouldn't have given her as many second chances as I did yeah that's hard <laughs> because I thought she yeah. she came out right along around when Rihanna was getting big I was like oh she kind of has the same yeah. vibe obviously light skinned not Rihanna but I was always under the impression that she was something not white <laughs> At mm-hmm. least biracial. Mm-hmm. And no, it just, it came to me. And I am, so my pet, my peeve, my, my, <laughs> my <laughs> annoyance is with the fact that nobody told me Rita Ora was white this whole time. Was white. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. I'm sitting here going, damn. Like, <laughs> I, I'm going to continue to support her because I like her. She hasn't done anything. I mean, I, again, she hasn't done anything. No, right. But, <laughs> but there, I, I guess it's also too like, just you have being to think white about is it offensive. <laughs> To the Lord Jesus, but yeah, she literally is from Kosovo. So I, I, I guess I, yeah, that that's hard. I just, that okay, hit me I hard. just wanted. I'm I'm glad to know that I'm not the only one though, because I tweeted this, and then people would write me back Aww. and be like, "Are you serious?" And I didn't know if they meant, "Are you serious? You didn't know?" or "Are you serious? She's white." That she is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't knock her hustle, but at the same time, I I don't, I don't know if she really is appropriating anything. No, I, think I don't think she. Her, has. I think for. I think for her more than anything, I think it was her record label yeah. that marketed her as like probably she could be black, she may not be black, but she's like she's uh, yeah she's, she's ambiguous enough for you to like to like her. Um, I really, I but just I really, know. it blows my mind that one. I know people say the yeah. same thing like Ariana Grande is pretend. I don't think she ever was. Her skin is like dark, but she's definitely white. She's well, definitely light white. her skin. Um, yeah, but like. I always believed Rita Ora was some mm. kind of not white. <laughs> yeah, the things you learn. You know, sometimes the world will come around and teach you things, and you're like, I really didn't need to know right. that. But thanks. I know. Yeah, so. Um, what's so what's bugging guess, you? <laughs> what's bugging me? So as I've been sitting here, I've been thinking about, so I, I'm going to preface this with saying, I think dental hygiene <laughs> is important. Okay. I think that we must brush our teeth regularly. I think it's an imp- it's important it's an important task for us to take care of our mouths. Our mouths are. I'm really no, I'm really I'm... excited to hear what's coming. Is is what I'm because <laughs> you know I'm a mess, girl. Um, I, I I you know taking care of our teeth are important. But I guess what's been burning me is I I go to the dentist every six months. Um, so a quick background about me and my teeth. I get so I get complimented on my teeth a lot. A lot of people will say, "Oh my God, you have really beautiful teeth." You you know when I smile, they're like, "What do you have you had work done?" Um, honestly, yes, I have spent a lot of fucking <laughs> money on my mouth. Um. 
I've had teeth redone. I've had bridges put in. I've had, um, you know, the, the, um, what do you, the, 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 not veneers, but what's the second down from oh, veneers? There's no. like, they're caps, but basically they're white. Okay. Um, so that way I don't caps. have any silver or gold. Or, yeah. Yeah. It's caps. I've, I've a lot, I literally have had a lot of work done to my mouth. Um, but I guess what still burns me is just how fucking expensive the dentist is oh. and how I feel like no matter what I do, I always like that. That's been like, I know cause it's January. So I'm that's at my six month market. I know I, I need to go to the dentist. Go. <laughs> no, well, you, well, it could go that way too, where people need to brush their teeth more. Um, but I, I guess for me, I guess that's been the thing that's been bugging me in the back of my mind is just knowing like, I feel like every time you go to the dentist, it's like taking your car to get your car service. Oh, yeah. Like, they literally go out of their way to find something to yeah. to tell you. Oh, so I, I guess my biggest thing is that if there's somebody who lives and, like, who's listening to this and they live in, like, the Los Angeles County area, if you have a mm-hmm. dentist that has not taken you for a ride, please email me and let me know who that dentist is because I am sick and tired of giving all my money away to the dentist. Like, I spent, like I said, I've spent so much money on my yeah. teeth and every Every time I go and they tell me, oh, you got to get this done or you got to get that done. And I'm going, girl, I just gave you thousands of dollars. How? Yeah. How? It's a racket. So I guess it's, yeah, it's just, it really, that, that's literally what's been, I've been sitting with, like, <laughs> as I've been thinking about it. That's been the one thing that has been bothering me is knowing, I just got an email, uh, I think it was Friday, telling me it's time for me to go in for my annual checkup. And I'm like, I already know mm. that they're going to hit me with some BS. And that's, but, but also too, both and brush your teeth. That is also something that I find a lot of people don't do. And in 2019, that's what I'm asking you to do. If you need help with keeping some toothpaste in, in your back pocket or whatever, let us know. We will happily donate and, and help you get a toothbrush and some toothpaste. I know this is so ableist and, and probably very problematic, <laughs> but I just, I, I do need people to brush their teeth. That, that's the I thing. Got, it, so. This is one thing. I know we've done a show before on like what made us feel old or like how we knew we were getting older. <laughs> I mm-hmm. bought myself for Christmas a new electric toothbrush, oh, and I was one? so excited about it. Well, I got swayed by all those damn ads, because I don't watch a lot of TV when I'm, well, I guess it was just different TV, because we were away with my boyfriend's family, and so, like, whatever was on, just, like, bad Christmas movies and that kind of shit, and they just kept playing this damn commercial for, a, a it's called Quip or something like that. Oh, I've seen the ads on Instagram. It's, like... Is that the one? It's gold. You can they get that one. I bought the cheaper one. That one was like twenty bucks more, but it was thirty bucks. Um, okay. It like you you turn it on and you don't have to charge it, so there's none of that business. It has a battery. Yeah. You turn it okay. on and it runs for like two minutes with, so it vibrates differently, so you know it's like almost at the end or whatever. Because they say they okay. say they've done all these studies where. This is the perfect amount of time for teeth brushing and the pulsating whatever is gets more stuff off your teeth, da 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 da. But I have to say, I like for thirty bucks and then they send you every three months a replacement one for five five dollars, yeah. which isn't that much considering that's what a toothbrush costs at the C V S or whatever. Right. Right, right, um, right, right, right. It really has just it, it makes me feel like I'm going to the dentist all the time and not paying for it since. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that made me feel like a really old person because I was like, damn, I'm excited about this electric toothbrush that I just bought myself. Yeah, I, we've, yeah there have been a lot of things that I have been um, 
Sorry. Um, there have been a lot of things that I have ultimately been really excited about <laughs> as an adult. Um, getting new couch was a thing. My husband brought me a, a like a, a, we got an air fryer. So oh. I'm like excited about having an air fryer. You gotta tell me how that um, works. Actually, have you used it yet? Yes, we haven't. No, we have not used it. So we had a situation where I, I'm still waiting for my husband to take it back. But <laughs> this is random. So random. So random. And I know y'all are probably, we're going to go long talking about all our stuff. But it's, it is interesting how as you do get older and how you get gifts, like how, get gift, gift becomes different like i used to be so excited to get like stuff right. like money and stuff and now i'm like oh girl like socks yes queen like or uh, t- t-shirts to go to the gym thanks like i'm i i guess my mind has like i've moved into a different right. headspace as an adult but yes we did get an air fryer i'm waiting to get um a new we, we need a replacement one okay um, and so we're waiting for the replacement to come. But other than that, yeah, um, I could, there's what, what was the one other thing? I know a couple years ago I got a Keurig and I've been using that more oh, often now because that's another thing. So like for Christmas, my husband got me some house shoes in a robe yeah. and I was, I was thinking last night that I was laying on the couch in my robe and I'm like, I have a fine, I've officially become a old, like an older person <laughs> because like I'm drinking tea from my Keurig and I have on a house, on my house shoes and I have on a robe. So like. Those are the things that, like, I, I guess those are, like, goals that I'm getting to of, like, I'm so happy to have that now more than anything. Yeah, that's so. nice. But I need, mm-hmm. once you try that out, I need to know how the air fryer makes things taste. Because if I it's good, it. I want one. I just have never trusted yeah. it. Because I can't imagine mm-hmm. that it actually tastes, like, fried, but it must. Yeah. Know. Yeah. No, I, I've i heard people, and we've looked at all the reviews, and... Yeah, girl, it's I, I'm I'm excited. Right. I'm hoping that it's I'm hoping it's as good as people crack it up to be. But but yeah, so we have uh we have officially reached the end of our show. Um, are there any shout outs or anything in particular that we need to know or that you wanna you wanna say kudos or give kudos uh, to? Not yet. Let's just let me just wait till the end of January to figure out who I want to thank for 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 this year. That's actually, <laughs> I think that's actually very very fair. Um, especially be, being that January has already kind of showed out and, and people are showing a true colors. And it felt real long um, in 2018. So hopefully the rest of January doesn't feel the way it did last year. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, I'm not yeah. hopeful. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm, um, any, any, up, anything upcoming that you want to shout out no. our, our, our listeners? Now? Uh, well, the book's still coming out June 11th and now I'm starting to like plan book events oh if you want if you want to see me in your in your city anyone out there Mm -hmm. if you have a bookstore you think would be really interested in having me to like talk about the book or anything like that send me an email or or twitter just my name kevin allred um at twitter because i want to starting to plan like the book launch event here in new york and Mm -hmm. um with the publishers of course but i think i'm gonna be doing a lot on my own too um in other cities so all the help i can get from people or suggestions i can get from people if you work at a bookstore hey <laughs> send me a message um so i'll just be working on that for until the book okay. actually comes out i guess okay um, i'm here for that i'm also in the same lane um like i said i've just been working on 
lot of writing. I feel like my world right now, like I, 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 I didn't really start feeling like a writer until I realized like, girl, you're writing, you're <laughs> editing and you're writing and you're, so every day is me having to write or do something around that. So that's that. But um, same thing, I'm getting ready to start hitting schools and different locations, different uh, institutions and stuff. So if you're interested in bringing me, Kevin, or both yeah. of us to your institution, um, feel free to reach out to us. But other than that, that's really all that I have going on is just uh, to look for um, new things that are that'll be that I will be posting in the next couple of weeks. So yeah, okay, all right. Well, with that being said, we have reached the end of our episode of Learn. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time, we'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye. Cold in the night when I hold you close. Search in your eyes, but you're gone like a ghost. And I said, baby, you can put it on me Cause I know I don't make it easy My body hurts with every heartbeat Just say I'm not